Hello again. Today I want to talk about anxiety patterns and specifically what are your anxiety patterns. A lot of times when people first come to me for therapy regarding anxiety, they don't have a whole lot of understanding uh, of their patterns. They, they often come in and say, well, I have anxiety. And when I ask, start asking specific questions in order to understand it, I get a lot of, <laughs> I'm not going to say dumb looks, but just confused, be, bewildered looks. It's like, well, I just have anxiety. Well, that's, that's kind of like saying I need transportation and I'm supposed to provide it, but I don't know what kind of transportation you need. It's really important to understand your anxiety patterns because that's going to help if you're working with a therapist. It's going to help them more accurately understand what's going on and for you to have a better, clearer understanding of this, this monster of anxiety. So what I want you to do is, uh, or what, what I'm going to toss out to you, is to observe and record your anxiety patterns. Get yourself a notebook. And, I mean, go to Walmart. Spiral notebooks are cheap. It doesn't have to be big. But get yourself a notebook where you can record episodes of anxiety. And the things that I'm going to ask for you to... Um, do is is basically let's start off with identifying what is the situation prior immediately prior to you feeling the anxiety so when we think about the situation or when i think about the situation first of all i want to know externally what the situation is so that's going to be the location what you were doing, who was around, those kinds of things. It doesn't need to be an essay, you know, but just a, a description of the key things. Because what you're going to do as you identify these, these events, these circumstances of anxiety, over time, we're going to look for patterns. You're going to look for patterns, actually, uh, to get a better understanding. So we start with the external situation just immediately prior. Then we're, I want you to write about the internal situation just prior to the anxiety episode. So what do I mean by internal? Two key things. One is I want you to identify what were you thinking about? What were your thoughts you know, not necessarily beliefs, but just what were you thinking about? Uh, because anxiety can be triggered from the external. It can also be triggered by the internal. Sometimes we're thinking about something and that leads to anxiety. So write down what you were thinking about. The second kind of internal are the physical sensations. Many times uh, people who have pain, uh, especially chronic pain, if there's a surge of pain, that may actually be a trigger for them to have anxiety. So what are physical sensations that you're having? You know, think of just kind of do a rundown, close your eyes and do a rundown through your head. You know, what what kind of sensations in your head, in your neck, in your chest, in your abdomen, uh, abdominal area, in your abdomen, uh, in your legs, you know, your skin, you know, all the different physical things. What was, is there anything that stands out? So write that down. 
So that's the situation. The second part is the beliefs about the situation, whether it's internal or external, whether it's thoughts or physical. Um, Ask yourself, what am I believing? What am I telling myself about this situation? You know, maybe it's, uh, you know, you're developing a belief or an interpretation that is negative or fearful, uh, something that is resulting in the anxiety as opposed to just going through the situation and not having the anxiety. So what are your beliefs about it? Third, what are the emotions that you are feeling? And I'm going to ask you to write the initial emotion uh, and then a specific emotion. The initial emotion is just kind of that knee-jerk reaction, go-to emotion. Um, The second is I want you to think about it a little bit more and try to make that emotion as accurate as you can. Let me give you an example. A lot of the folks that I work with, their their initial emotion is guilt. They often feel a sense of guilt. However, guilt implies you've done something wrong, correct? So if you're feeling guilty, you should be able to point your finger to something that you've done wrong. So if you haven't done anything wrong, that may just be a habitual emotion. It's just the one you go to. So now I want you to think about what is the specific emotion, because if you haven't, you know, again with this example, if you haven't done anything wrong, then what is the more accurate emotion? And for many of the people that I work with that experience this knee-jerk emotion of guilt, a lot of times what they're really feeling is sadness or mourning. Uh, they're they're experiencing those sensations or the are those um, those emotions. So, what's your initial habitual emotion? And then what's your specific emotion after you think about it and analyze it a little bit? If you're unsure of, you know, really emotions or the variety of different ones, do a Google search uh, on just emotions, you know, or list of emotions. And then you can get kind of a a, a various size list that can give you a better idea, uh, I guess, expand your vocabulary when it comes to emotions. The final thing I want you to write down is the severity of the anxiety episode. Put it on a 0 to 100 scale or a 0 to 10 scale, whichever you feel more comfortable using. But I want you to rate how severe it is. One is no distress, no anxiety whatsoever. You are completely chill and relaxed. A hundred is you are in a full-blown, full-bore panic attack where you're just wishing that you could get to the hospital immediately and have them shoot you up with something that would take it all away, that you cannot imagine it ever being any worse. So zero to a hundred or zero to ten, whichever you feel most comfortable with. There. That's what I want you to keep track of because those are the things that when I'm doing therapy, I'm trying to assess to understand what's actually taking place. Imagine if you did this every time you had anxiety for a week or two weeks or a month and you look back and you start looking for patterns. How valuable would that be? You may find that 
you only experience it in certain circumstances or when you're thinking in a certain way. You could find out, you know, what those beliefs are that you're telling yourself. When you have a good understanding, sometimes just the understanding of it can help minimize some of the symptoms. If it doesn't, what it does is it gives you some clear understanding that you can either apply in in a treatment setting, a self-help treatment setting, or taking to your therapist and saying, this is the, these are the patterns that I am finding. All right? So go out there. If you experience a lot of anxiety, if you have some un- unsure feelings or beliefs about it, you're not sure exactly your triggers, start recording, observing and recording. It will be helpful. All right. Take care, everyone. You have a good one till we meet again. Bye.